Hey guys, David here. Uh, just before we get going, I just want to say thank you um, from the bottom of my heart, as well as all the other uh, Daves I know uh, hosts. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us, for listening to this uh, dumbass podcast, um, and for continuing to support us either by downloading um, or becoming Patreons. Uh, really, um, this is a uh, labor of love, honestly, for for us and uh, something that helps keep us sane. And hopefully you guys get a little kick out of it as well. So um, once again, I just want to say thank you. Um, we're going to be working on some maybe some interactive uh, stuff in this time of coronavirus. We're not able to all get together. Um, can't wait, actually, to get together and raise some beers uh, when the season's back. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But yeah, I just want to say again, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. And uh, yeah, welcome to the welcome to the show again. Landscape of coronavirus hell. We are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to. But we both know I can't do nothing at all. for another week of the Dave's I Know podcast. We are down a man uh, this week. Unfortunately, Dan uh, had to bail on the podcast um, that uh, he got, you know, got in trouble with all the politics we talked last week. So um, we had to, had to bail this week. He'll be back uh, hopefully next week. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. <clears throat> There's not a ton to talk about. We will find a way to fill up at least an hour of your time and, uh, and then give you some matches to watch as we're going to talk about next week. Um, but gentlemen, first I we have MJ. And uh, Bill, MJ, how was your weekend? It was great. A uh, bunch of my Northeast friends, Northeast Minneapolis friends, got together on Zoom last night and had our first happy hour that we haven't had in a while. Usually hosted at somebody's house, but we had it over Zoom last night. And it was, it was fun to see everybody. Cool. Uh, yeah. Bill. Yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> you know, I went out on a limb and, and went on a bumble date. <laughs> and... Uh, how was that with uh, social distancing? Social distancing. Well, you know, I went to uh, to the Stone Arch Bridge and uh, right there at the Banshell end of the Stone Arch Bridge and uh, kind of sat at opposite ends of the, uh, so of the bench. And, just walk uh, on either side of the bridge from one another? Like, yeah. It was like, like, go through the middle? <laughs> it was like, you know, old school. It was like, you know, real chivalrous and uh, we, uh, you know. And it actually went great. We're we're having another date on Wednesday. <laughs> you know, that's fucking, awesome, Bill. Fucking <laughs> go get it, buddy. Yeah, this is this is great. It uh, you know, there's no pressure on you. I mean, fuck boys got to fuck, right? Yeah, well, or not, <laughs> or not fuck. Yeah, <laughs> or or fuck, fuck boys have to social distance. But one of the you, two, uh, they gotta yeah, lay the groundwork for uh, yeah. aforementioned fucking later. So yeah, Gabriel Garcia Marquez wrote a book about this, didn't he? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Love the time of COVID nineteen. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a fantastic weekend. Um, mine was uh, pretty low key. Uh, actually, we were supposed to go to Madison this weekend, and uh, we decided <clears throat> probably middle of last week to to not do that. Uh, found out <clears throat> later, found out this weekend actually that uh, 
my father-in-law um, had to take a test for the coronavirus because he was exposed to somebody and he's uh, in the middle of chemotherapy right now. So he's like super immunocompromised. So he took the test, came back negative. Um, he, he self-isolated, um, but apparently he did not tell any of his uh, children that he had taken this test because they all would have freaked the fuck out. Um, as evidenced by when we were having our happy hour Zoom call on Saturday, when he told everybody, everybody freaked the fuck out, even though, you know, he was already well through the, the whole thing. But um, so, yeah, so that was the, uh, that was my fun, fun weekend. Um, but yeah, since uh, Anna took time off, she actually did a lot of stuff with Ragnar. She made a fort for him with like lights and pictures are all on Facebook and it's awesome. Yeah. Like we went, she went swimming in our, we have a gigantic jacuzzi tub in our basement in our uh, downstairs bathroom that, we can't actually use because we don't, our, our hot water heater doesn't heat the water up hot enough to actually make it functional to use as a, as a jacuzzi tub. So, um, she took Ragnar down there and went swimming, uh, in quotes, uh, down there with Ragnar. So it was a, a fun weekend over here at the, uh, at Casa de Zellberg. So. Very nice. Cool. Hey, this is all over pool party at your place. <laughs> I mean, one at a time, unless you want to hang out with my kid, I guess, yeah. which is not weird at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I have two nieces, two nephews. I'm good with kids. There you go. All right. So um, as always, uh, we are, you know, very much, especially now at this time, um, you know, Patreon is a a really important tool for us. Um, We have the, as we mentioned uh, last few weeks, the the beer benefits. We're actually in the middle of working with the Hot Clouds on a re-release or a re, I can't remember what the hell we were calling it, a re restarting party or I don't know, whatever the hell it's called. As soon as we know when the uh, season will start up again, um, if it starts up again with MLS, we're going to do a, another beer tasting party, um, giving an opportunity to get some beer. Uh, visit patreon.com backslash the Daves I know to help uh, support the Daves that you know if you want to get involved. So there wasn't a ton of uh, soccer, obviously, this past weekend, um, other than Belarus. And we're, we'll get to uh, the Belarusian yeah. League here Woo! in a little bit. But uh, there's a couple things that happened. Um, uh, one thing that happened on Saturday, and another thing that happened yesterday. That I didn't really, I didn't really partake in. <clears throat> so I'm going to kind of let you guys talk about this. Um, first things first. Uh, apparently, <clears throat> you could play soccer with little cars um, on the internet, and that is a thing wow. Wow. Uh, that people do. Um, and apparently, uh, Minnesota United, uh, the Dark Clouds, uh, took on the Houston Dynamos uh, team or supporter group, the Surge. It's called Rocket League, and yeah, it's apparently you play soccer with little cars, and uh, Minnesota Dark Clouds won. They beat uh, they beat the Surge. MJ, were you paying? Did you watch this? Were you paying? Attention I did. To this? I did watch this. Um, okay, tell us a little. Tell, can, you, can you explain what the fuck this is, and then how like how it went? Well, a picture is worth a thousand, and and a video is worth a million. Just go to YouTube and search Rocket League soccer for you to get an understanding. But basically, you have. Two versus two or three versus three, where each team has a player controlling a car, trying to use the car to nudge the soccer ball into the goal, and you can bounce the the ball off the walls, and the, it's kind of a dome like structure. So, and your your cars can jump and do aerials, so they can you can flip your kind of the the spoiler of your car and kind of do a a, a lobster sort of uh, or a scorpion type kick. I mean, there there are lots of things you can do it's really ridiculous but the thing about it is it's like the game the matches were only maybe five minutes long and they're you know, you have eight 
nine goals scored, you know, in, in that you know, time. So because yeah. of just the pandemonium of video games, you know, it's, it's very high scoring. Sure. And we won? We won. Uh, the, the really interesting thing was I didn't realize that the Dark Clouds got a ringer on their, on their squad, one by the name of a homegrown player named Fred Emmings. Um, Fred Emmings kids, can, play, can play Rocket League, and he's well, very he's, good. He's, he's going to do 16. something. Yeah, the kid's, <laughs> the kid's fucking 16 years old. Of course he's good at, like, micro-machine soccer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what yeah, else what is this, he doing? He doesn't he, play for a team. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, a 16-year-old good at video games these days. Yeah. So I, when this was proposed in the, uh, in the Dark Clouds Slack, when uh, I think the Surge approached, uh, approached the Dark Clouds on Twitter about you know, doing this, and it was posted in the Slack, and I was just like, what? And, like, this, all these words are fucking uh, – you could be speaking um, fucking Prussian uh, for, you know, like, for all I know. Like, these, are, these words make no sense put together. Um, but, yeah, apparently Rocket League is a – I've now heard about it from like three other different podcasts. I listened to of people who are like, were really into rocket league and I had no idea like that. Yeah. Playing fucking micro machine soccer was a, uh, uh, a cool thing, but apparently it is. And apparently Fred Emmings um, having nothing to do right now is really good at it. So good for us. Yeah. So they, they played a best three out of five, three versus three which Freddie Emmings and uh, Thomas T-Bone uh, kind of kicked a lot of ass at. And then they played the best three out of five, two versus, versus two, where Ty Hoagland and uh, Nick Rodriguez were, were the two. And there was some activity on the chat debating on whether they're purposely losing this. this you know, are they playing bad? Are they getting beat seven to one, eight nothing? because they're this bad or do they just want to extend it to have that third and final, you know, deciding match. So, and trying to give both fans something to cheer about. So uh, we'll have to ask Nick Rodriguez if if he was throwing in the towel or not. Either way, I think that's a disgrace. Um, uh, You know, losing three straight games, you know, whether you're, whether you're that bad or you're just like wanting to extend some sort of interest in this, I think it's very morally questionable either way shameful and they need to buy us all beers my thoughts exactly bill all right well this is uh your uh premier um rocket league soccer content generator the daves i know um giving you all the all the highlights so um, i'm not gonna watch this shit mj so if if they do it again you're gonna have to watch it next weekend me either i I have no interest that's fine that's fine i will i will never play this game i'm not a gamer but i will watch and get chatty on the comments and, and keep up with it just to provide you guys with something to rip me for. Okay. You can't, you can't shoot anybody in it. So I, I'm yeah. not interested. <laughs> so our Scandinavian rocket league correspondent MJ will be on the case. If, uh, if they play this stupid game again. All right. Um, moving on to something else that I wasn't able to partake in. I just busy on Sunday night, but um, there was a, uh, was it over via Twitch as well? Um, yeah. The Minnesota Kicks, uh, Minnesota Kicks Detroit Express, nineteen seventy nine NASL match. Uh, uh, I am under the impression that Chris Lidholm and Alan Willie uh, uh, were able. Well, they're talking. Uh, or was it Alan Merrick? It was Alan Merrick. Chris, Alan Merrick, Chris okay. wasn't involved either. Oh, oh, Lidholm wasn't involved. So it was, yeah. was Chris Merrick. So it was Brian Corstead and Alan. Oh, Merrick. Corstead. Yes. Okay. All right. And, and, so uh, you guys, Tony, you guys both watched. Anthony. Uh, yeah, Tony. Yeah, 
So anyway, anyway, yeah, it was okay. on. They did a Zoom conversation between them, and uh, and then we watched on Twitch. Okay, and, uh, and it was great. It went it went really well. Obviously, the kicks uh, video is you know you've seen it on YouTube. It's pretty poor. Yeah, uh, but it was watchable. Um, but once once they shut the audio off from the kicks commentators, which was actually the Detroit commentators. Once they shut that off and just let us listen to Alan, um, it got really good because Alan had a lot of great stuff to talk about and uh, really, really great insight. You know, he I, was he on the roster for that match or he, he actually yeah. was injured. It was, oh, okay. it was like, why did you guys pick this match? <laughs> <laughs> I was following along on like a little bit on Twitter during the day on, I think it was Saturday and they were talking about the match and all that. I was, I was kind of curious as to, yeah to all that and that's that's super fun i mean I, I know there's not a ton of there's not a ton of kicks games out there so no. hopefully maybe somebody finds like their uh vhs's and can uh convert them to dvds or something so that we can actually get a little more a little more content like that because that would be hella fun I, i'm kind of disappointed i missed it so yeah have to go back and watch that there was i was half expecting once i found out he wasn't playing i was half expecting it to be a, a game that the kicks lost such <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good defender yeah but no, they were great, and it, and it was a they, it was a high scoring match. It was what was it five to three? Five to three, Minnesota over the Detroit Express. And Alan Willie had two beautiful goals, and uh, and he's had a short short sider. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was quite nice. Yeah, we'll have to try and get Alan Willie back on the podcast once we can uh, once we can you know not have to self quarantine and social distance. That guy is. Uh, yeah. That guy's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Some of the stories he told Martin and I off mic. Oh, yeah. You um, should try and get them both on. Alan, yeah, I, Alan and Merrick. They're great friends. Yeah, Merrick would be good, too. I know I've chatted a little bit with with, uh, with Merrick at, at events and stuff. Um, I'm not sure if he remembers even who I am. But uh, Alan Willie has definitely had some uh, – he had, was a very colorful, colorful yeah. character. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, I was talking with Lidholm because Lidholm was also on with them because we are Obviously, those guys worked together in the booth uh, for a year, and I was like, "Oh, what does what does uh, Alan Lilly drink?" He's like, "He's like, I don't know, beer." I'm like, well, "What kind of beer?" I'll go pick him up a six pack. He's like, "I don't know, Mick Golden Light." And so I, he shows up to our. He came to my house, and uh, we're so we're sitting on our porch. It's like in the like middle of August or whatever, so it was like nice out, or you know, it was, like 75 or whatever. So sitting on the porch recording the podcast, and I we're getting ready to record. I'm like, "Hey, I'll get you beer." I was like, "About," it's like, "Here, you like Mick Golden Light?" He's like, "Who the fuck told you that?" I was like. <laughs> Lidholm, Lidholm wasn't at our at, at our house yet. He's like, I just I like I like beer. And then so as soon as Lidholm got there, I was like, What the fuck did you tell me? Like Mick Golden Light, <laughs> I could have bought him like Furious or something. Right? And, uh, yeah, that's Lidholm. <laughs> so I so I actually ended up giving him. I think I had uh, I think I had a bunch of like Surly Furious. So like we that's awesome. So I had like Mick Gold, like a six pack of Mick Golden Light in my fridge for maybe six months or whatever before I got like desperate when I was desperate for a beer and needed something. And there it was. I was like, All right, well, I'll drink this piss water. <clears throat> So that's my fun uh, uh, Alan Willie story. Plus, he told us uh, expert expert tip: if you have cheap beer, but or beer in general that you don't like, um, you can use that beer, like when you cook chili or beer brats. You know, any beer that you don't like that you just had a party. Like obviously, post COVID, you have a party. You get a variety of beer. Some of that beer, for whatever reason you don't like, you know, save it for the beer brats. You know what you else can do with that beer? You can put rum in it. Yeah. That's whatever. Yep. <clears throat> rum hams? Put, rum, some hot, rum put, hams. Some, put some hot sauce in it and some rum. Yeah, there you go. 
a little bit of orange juice. Yep. Pickle um, juice. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> he thinks we're joking, dude. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, so a few other things. Joking. I think you're crazy. Uh, other... Bill, yeah, go ahead, Bill, MJ. Before I get into my laundry list, because I did not live through the kicks era. I have never watched a kicks game before. I've just seen highlights here and there. Did you, was there anything that you learned from the, either the chatter or watching the game that, that you didn't know before? Like this was like a big aha moment. Hmm. I don't know if there was any aha moments. I mean, there was just tons of little tidbits. I mean, just, I don't know. Um, you know, all the, all the friendlies he talked about them playing. They played Aston yeah. Villa. They played – who else did he say they played? Um, wow. Yeah, Aston Villa several, was actually Several good. European yeah. teams and yeah, they, Mexican team in there as well. Yeah, you know, when he played for, for the LA Aztecs, yeah, they played, they played America. Um, and he said that he never lost a friendly. It was either draws or wins when, when the U.S. – Yeah, well, I wanted to ask him if any of those teams brought their first squad. But. Yeah, well, I wasn't, wasn't going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he admitted to getting nutmeg by Pele. I thought that was pretty great. I mean, but who had, who didn't in that in that day and age in in the, in North America? Who yeah, did, who did not, get nutmeg by Pele? Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, Alan Merrick with pride says, but he didn't get the ball. Yeah. He went through my legs, but I got the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Alan. Of course. Okay. The the big thing that I, I noticed uh, the uh, passing back to goalkeepers. You know that the rule. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was put into place to kind of make the game go more quickly and not so much time wasting. Uh, that you can't just pass it back to your goalkeeper with your foot and and then have them pick it up. Right. Right. When so I was, that rule was not in place, so you had a lot of defenders or midfielders just passing back the goalie, goalkeeper yeah. with their feet, goalkeeper picking it up, yeah. waiting for everything to clear, and then and then. Yeah, I remember when that rule came in. I was playing when that rule came in, and uh, they also had an offside line. Where, That's uh, right. Yeah, and, uh, and that was that was interesting. Also, I remember that. The commercials during the run of play. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they just what, cut what, away to a commercial right in the middle like, of play. Like, I understand you have a sponsorship deal with Budweiser. You know, they cut to a lot of Budweiser commercials and Chevrolet commercials. I understand you have sponsorship fulfillments, but yeah, fucking soccer. Pontiac City. Yeah. Sport of the future since 1979. Yep. So, that's, so even, even with that, uh, the pass back rule, the score, they still put eight fucking goals in. Like, that's yeah. how crazy the NASO was. Yeah. Oh, good times. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I go back, you go back and look, it's like oh. the like the football reference page and you look at some of those NASL score lines, it was like 10 to six, yeah. uh, like nine, seven. Um, I think there's like, you know, there's, there's like kicks Cosmos games that were like insane number of goals scored. So yeah. Um, yeah. He also talked about, uh, you know, Taylor Twelman's dad played for the kicks. That's I did right. not realize Tim Twelman was just play, a player for the Minnesota. Yeah, he was a striker. Yeah. yeah. And he talked about, you know, that Taylor was a little kid. Yeah, Taylor and, uh, was born here, or he's born. Yeah. In he, he, he was born here. Yeah. yeah, born here, and then they moved to St. Louis in like, yeah, nineteen eighty-one yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and so he, you know, he talked a bit about that, and and uh, that was great. That's fantastic. And they also had a rule back then that you had to have so many U.S. players on your team. And Tim Bowman <laughs> was one of our two. Yeah, so that was our, it. Was like you were penalized. <laughs> by having to have U.S. players on your team. 
Uh, good times. Yes. Anything else from the from that game? Nah. Okay. I learned who Asa and Segolenge or whatever his name Nesca, was. Nescalenze. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I learned Final. who he was, and and again, a, a guy who only played in South Africa and the United States never got to see time in Europe because of apartheid. I mean, he, yeah. he wasn't allowed to play in the best South African leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully, hopefully uh, Tony's able to scrounge up some more uh, uh, NASL matches. I think that would be really fun to, to like log on and hang out with those guys. So um, let's see. All right. uh, So a few uh, COVID things. Um, Obviously, I don't know if people saw the NPSL season was officially canceled uh, the other day. Um, which is sad. It's Minneapolis city. It's the unofficial fourth division of us soccer for, for those of you who aren't Minneapolis city fans. And if you are not a Minneapolis city fan, I don't know why, like you should become a Minneapolis city fan and season ticket holder. Um, so they are Minneapolis city did announce that they are going to, so they have number one, if a fucking kick ass, uh, us open Jersey that probably will never get worn on yeah. the field this year. Um, which, Man, Man, Manchester United. If you've seen the leaks for Manchester United's 20, uh, 2020, 2021 uh, third shirt, it's like a ripoff of like a really shitty version of what Minneapolis City put out. Um, it's M, uh, MPLS City SC on, on Twitter. But you can pre order that shirt right now, which is really fucking cool. Um, but again, it will probably never get worn uh, on at least this year for uh, Open Cup. Uh, but they put out a statement saying they are going to try, you know, as soon as it's uh, safe um, to ho- like have more than 50 people in a place, try and put together some sort of schedule. Um, so if you are a season ticket holder like I am, I'm mm-hmm. assuming MJ, Bill, you guys, I think are, you guys yeah. are both season ticket holders, right? Yeah, um, So yeah, you should be able to come find us at some Minneapolis City matches. They're going to try and put together a schedule, hopefully playing some NPSL teams that are able to play. Um, probably, you know, they have a cadre of, of other teams that would love to play with uh, love to play against Minneapolis city yeah. in other leagues and all that. So hopefully they can have some sort of, uh, you know, schedule and, and we'll see as you know, things develop there. So yeah, uh, let's pour one out for, uh, for Minneapolis city this year. I think, you know, they always have a really competitive squad. So yeah, the hard thing with that is, you know, how many of, you know, the other MPLS teams will make it through this financially. I mean, as you know, we used to see that all the time with the, you know, the teams that the stars and the thunder used to play and including the stars and the thunder with their own financial woes is, you know, on tough times, you know, you lose teams quickly. Yeah. It was really cool to see the Minneapolis city Twitter blow up in the sense of when they said, we're going to try to have a season and just these lower league teams come out of the woodwork and say, Hey, we're right there with you. We want to play, you know? Yeah. And just this kind of lower league support, like we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, that that had a really good vibe. You know, both teams in the NPSL North and in the uh, USPL and other leagues, um, just kind of like rallying around this it was really cool. Yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me honestly if we see some USL teams, uh, like you know that, that Minneapolis City plays Milwaukee and and maybe Ford Madison even um, try and get some games uh, that way. So. Uh, it's, it sucks. They're, they're really fun. Um, if you've never been to a game at the Nelly, um, to see Minneapolis city and they do play some matches this year, like 
definitely make sure to make that happen. Um, we all have a couple extra tickets. So if you are yeah. really itching to go to a game, hit us up on the, on uh, the Twitter account and uh, we'll see what we can uh, make happen. So it's $10 for a game. Yes. And 10 bucks so, for a game. If you, yeah. you can bring in your own cooler. Um, if you have like a over the shoulder cooler, it's like five bucks and you could bring in a rolling cooler for like 20 bucks. So um, I'll give you one of my tickets for 20 bucks. <laughs> all right. Well, but you get to sit with me. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's worth the price of admission right there. Uh, a couple other uh, leagues that are, you know, uh, trying to get going. Uh, Premier League, uh, they hope to start playing games in, like, late June. Uh, play four to six weeks with games basically every day. And the, uh, I think, article I read in the Independent uh, was basically they're going to quarantine the teams um, at hotels in the Midlands and London area, kind of World Cup style where only the players and, you know, uh, staff as well as officials and, you know, TV people will sort of be quarantined so they won't be able to go out and interact with their families or whatever and try to bang out the last nine, um, nine slash ten weeks of matches in four to six weeks, um, basically playing, you know, three games, three games a week, basically. Um, We'll see if that happens. I think that is, uh, you know, I think – optimistically late June is probably the earliest it could get started. And we'll see what this, you know, has uh, knock on effects for the 20, uh, 2020, 2021 season, as well as what other leagues uh, are looking to do. I mean, I haven't really heard anything from other leagues. Um, obviously, you know, Italy and Spain are, are being really ravaged by, uh, by the coronavirus. Um, some leagues, some countries, not as it's not as bad, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting time in in Europe. So, and then we have Belarus. Belarus, yeah. Belarus, uh, who decided, fuck it, uh, yeah. let's go, let's, play. let's yeah. play our, let's start our season. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, yeah, not in empty stadiums either. No, no, <laughs> the, the stadia are not no. empty. The Premier League of petri dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that? So there's a really great article about um, like the uh, like uh, patient zero for the coronavirus in uh, in Italy was uh, that was it Atlanta? It was a, a Champions League game. It was Atlanta yeah. and uh, Valencia, basically. Yep. Um, wow. And then like how like yeah how like there's been like tens of thousands of people that have been infected specifically because of of that game. What right. countries did you just talk about? Yeah. Italy and Spain. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. So cramming, you know, cramming 20,000 people into a stadium is a really, really good idea. Uh, Anyways, um, we had uh, a couple of matches I wanted to point out. Um, Minx versus Mints. Minx won three to two. Uh, And Sluts versus Brest. Uh, Brest won one to nothing. Uh, Brest, uh, a win on the road. Damn, go Sluts. Go sluts. No Anyways, <laughs> I, I'm actually a big uh, Bafet Borosov uh, supporter. So, yeah, Dave and I are big sluts fans. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a breast man, honestly. Yeah. So are you? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so, I mean, so it's, we, it's fun to laugh and joke about it, but it's also like kind of fucking scary that scary. these uh, these people are doing this. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it. I, my joke has been that you know HBO is going to be filming uh, Chernobyl two there, and uh, <laughs> it'll be precisely because of this. But that's that's pretty sad too. Yeah. Also, it's 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 actually fun to uh, go on to Fop Mob and just you look and see all the games that's like lines through yeah. them. 
and then you get to Belarus, and it's like, oh, there's actual scores there. And then you keep scrolling down, and there's like club friendlies. And actually, I was because I was looking, yeah. I was I was not curious. A bunch of Swedish second and third division teams are playing friendlies really in Sweden right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, I was like, there's, yeah. It's 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 kind of funny. Um, I don't know if they're playing to like to fans or people in stadiums or what or whatever. But yeah, um, you know, the Sweden apparently Sweden is playing a bunch of a uh, bunch of friendlies and stuff right now. So. So that's cool. Um, cool. Well, how about we? Uh, how about we, this is a good spot to take a break. Um, when we come back, we can uh, jump into MLS. Uh, talk about a little bit more about the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, talk a little bit about Minnesota United and uh, answer some questions. Does that sound good, guys? Yep, sounds good. All right. Well, let's be, we'll be back in a minute. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want you. Like me too, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right, and we're back. Um, that was a fun, fun break. We all got some beverages, so um, yeah. Uh, let's see, MLS. So obviously, um, we haven't heard much on MLS, the MLS front, uh, other than April third. Um, but obviously, that's going to be pushed back. Um, we know we're not starting matches until May tenth. Um, my guess is that they're going to push back the April 3rd was the, the date where they said they won't have any sort of training whatsoever. Um, my guess is that's going to get, keep getting pushed back to probably closer to that May 10th date. Um, we did, there was this article that came out today that at the Atlanta United president um, says they're going to get all 34 games in um, and play, <laughs> play the finals uh, at the, at, in middle of December. Um, so yeah, good fucking luck. Yeah, I'll be there. Every game. <laughs> but, I mean, it would be fucking amazing if I mean, Minnesota Bill, you're going to fly to Atlanta for every Atlanta United game? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It would be pretty fucking amazing uh, for Minnesota to go on a run and, uh, and host MLS Cup uh, in middle of December in Minnesota at Allianz. Yeah. How fucking awesome would that be? I mean, it's never going to happen, but that would be pretty fucking awesome. Yep. Snow games. We'd be selling those those heat packs like they are toilet paper today. Yeah, right. I remember when I went down. I think it was at twenty thirteen. Was that when Sporting uh, played RSL in the in the Cup final? Oh yeah, was, yeah. Was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen? I can't remember. I think it was twenty thirteen. Anyways, I went down. I was actually went down for that match. I had a, a bunch of friends who lived down in Kansas City um, who were uh, Sporting. Sporting KC fans, and I sat in the or stood in the south at the south end, and uh, I remember um, going to uh, was Dick's and just buying like a gigantic pack of those uh, heating you know heating pads before yeah. the match. Um, that was a fucking fun time. Yeah, that was an insane match too. Yeah, it was, yeah, with penalties. Um, uh, fucking Arian Collin uh, just was a, a absolute monster. Probably should have got a red card in that match. And yep. uh, I just remember drinking a lot of Grand Marnier. <laughs> uh, try and keep warm during that match yeah um so yeah so on that sort of same note uh this is related actually to the u.s open cup this is actually a, a tweet i saw this afternoon or this evening uh Stu holden uh breaking some news he's on the u.s soccer uh u.s open cup committee and he says the odds of the tournament being played in its entirety are next to zero he also said he doesn't see a 34 game mls season happening he says he's gonna think we'll see a condensed season somewhere in the 20s um that generally jives with what I think actually will happen, which is basically they're going to play 
home and away interconference, and they're just going to get rid of interconference uh, whatsoever. So, which that's how they do it. it that's actually kind of nice for Minnesota because Minnesota has already played two of their away uh, conference matches. Yep. That would mean only ten more, um, ten more away matches with twelve home matches uh, in the conference. So, um, which would be good for them. Um, obviously, uh, sucks that we lose the, the advantage of having again, as we've talked about, four matches at home to you know after a really good road trip to start the season. Um, but that would actually, I think, be okay for Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. We if we start any any way the season starts, we're going to start with two away wins. That's, that's good. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else to add on MLS or open yeah. cup? Other than uh, if you go to MLS's website, they've been showing a great uh, classic game pretty much every day. Yeah. Um, there's been some great ones. They also did just announce um, there is an email from Dan Grabber. Uh, uh, MLS unites actually, they're highlighting a lot of the different work that um, the different teams are doing in the community with related to COVID um, there's actually a press release that went out um, that actually showed, talked a little bit about what Minnesota is doing. Uh, so yeah, we won't uh, won't dive too much in that because there's not a ton of not of new information in there. Other than um, so other sort of other Minnesota United news, uh, I'm sure you guys saw the Red Loons calling the team out on Twitter for not paying uh, or not pledging to pay their employees. Uh, and local the team, papers picked that up, right? Yeah, both yeah. The, both yeah, Fish, Fish Rat Factory East Side and Fish Rat Factory West Side of the river uh both picked it up and uh funnily enough did not ask the red loons for a quote went to the team and the team yeah. you know said oh it's just it was one email and a series of emails all the series of emails basically were hey get, uh seasons postponed uh, or here we're, we're starting this date hey actually we're starting this date uh oh hey yeah you know nothing's going on we'll let you know and the fourth one was basically like hey go find another job um so yeah, the uh, it's funny that both Greater and Zagoda did not reach out to the Red Loons who issued that statement um, condemning the team, but you know went to the team and got a bullshit quote from the team. So um, they still haven't made any uh, pledges about promising to pay uh, employees. Um, clearly, they're not going to have. I don't. You know, I think every single every sane person in the world knows they're not going to have eighteen home matches like you know they had originally planned. Um, so we'll see what they what Dr. McGuire. Uh, and the team has step up to do. Um, I know there, there's there's some stuff that's in the works that I can't really talk about um, right now. I could talk about with you guys off off the air, but uh, it's definitely not uh, in the vein of paying paying their employees for lost uh, you know lost wages. So he he means he'll talk to the listeners, and MJ and I have to leave the air. <laughs> right, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, why am I even here? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, one, the one, one good thing that did come out of the Minnesota front office today, if you are uh, on a payment plan for your season tickets, uh, the team um, said, you know, sent out an email saying that they're suspending the payment for April of your season ticket, uh, now, and that it's going to be spread out over the next three pay dates, which is you know May, June, and July. Um, one thing they sort of don't mention here is that um, obviously we've been paying for these tickets since September or October, it was October. Anyway, we've basically been playing for these tickets every month on the first of the month for, you know, since October, I believe. Um, now, if we think what's going to happen is going to happen, basically I think what will happen is that we won't have to pay any of this for the rest of these last three pay periods because the amount of uh, we've already paid will cover the, the 12 or the, 13, or the 12 home dates that Minnesota is going to have. So we'll see. 
um, what the team does. Um, it's clearly not a great sign that they, you know, that they were having collecting payments, you know, have already been collecting payments and then their that money is not being used to pay the workers, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. any thoughts on any of that? I just wish they would, uh, you know, make a statement, you know, earlier and, you know, there's other teams that have done it better. Um, I don't know if there's teams Fucking that have Orlando done... city did it better. Yeah. No, I don't Orlando know if there's city's... teams that have done a worse job, but I can't imagine. Um, I mean, not, not in MLS. Um, no. The Boston Bruins <laughs> did well, a particularly terrible job. Yeah. Imagine that. But every other, um, every other uh, team and or league yeah. that's in Minnesota that has been – that's going you – know, is currently in play has already come out and said something, including yeah. Glenn Taylor and the Polads, both of whom are um, minority owners of Minnesota United. You think they yeah. would get on the phone with, uh, you know, with the team and be like, listen – just fucking say something yeah. uh, positive. And, yeah. You know, I guess not saying anything is better than saying something stupid, like what happened in Boston and with Philadelphia with the 76ers. Yeah. But I didn't get an email today. Uh, oh, we'll yeah, it, it went out around noon um, yeah. about suspending the, the payment plan. So if you're on a payment plan, you shouldn't have to worry about it. If you've already paid for yeah. your tickets, then it's not a, no, I'm on a, a payment plan yeah. and uh, we'll see. We'll see if That's I get it. Interesting. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not upset or anything and <laughs> I'll probably just, I'll probably just make my April payment anyway. You can and you can certainly can do that. That they actually put that in the email if you really want to make the payment, you can. Yeah. But um, anyways, uh, I'm on cool. the Karma payment plan. Karma? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Still got cool. the reference. Good. Yeah. Um, all right. We have a one saloon segment. Um, MJ, why don't you uh, why don't you take us there? Well, so today we're going to talk about Birmingham Legion. Birmingham Legion FC out of Birmingham, Alabama. They play in USL Championships, so Division Two. They their current goalkeeper is one Matt Van Ockel. You'll never beat Van Ockel, and so former Minnesota Stars uh, goal goalkeeper. And they put out a really funny tweet of him being outstretched and saving a ball, and they said, "Social distancing keep." one MBO away uh, apart. I think it was keep one MBO apart. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, shout out to Matt Van Ockel and your wife who talked with me at a bar some after one game for a long time. Thanks so much. Yeah. He's a good guy. I remember watching uh, that season that he got hurt and, uh, and, and he was watching a lot of games here and I remember watching a few with him and really, really nice guy. Yeah, Ben Oakle is very good. Um, cool. All right. Uh, all right. So now we come to our segment: uh, tips, tricks, and treats to survive the Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start. Uh, you know, one episode. So I, I, I'm caught up on Westworld finally. Um, yeah. I'm actually kind of enjoying the. Uh, I didn't watch last night's episode yet, so don't no spoilers. Yeah, but I um, haven't either. Okay, I'm kind of enjoying the the season. Um, actually, kind of. I like, went read, went back and read some articles. Um, I think it helped that I watched basically rewatched all of season one and season two within like a week. So I was like, you know, I like, was able to follow the fucking plot lines that were going on, especially in season two. Yeah, definitely. Um, thoroughly. So far. Season three. Um, so one of the other show that I'm going to get into um, was actually a Showtime show that uh, 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 premiered in 2018 called Escape at Danamora. Are you guys familiar with mm. this show at all? I, I know the show, but I've never watched it. Yeah, so it's Ben Stiller. Uh, he is like he's like the executive producer. He directed all the episodes. It's basically based on a uh, uh, a tw- 2015 um, 
correctional facility escape. Yeah. Um, Benicio del Toro plays one of the uh, escaped convicts. Um, and Patricia Arquette plays this um, married, like, married prison worker who ends up like in this like sexual, like, like, like deviant sexual relationship with two uh, prisoners, including uh, Benicio del Toro uh, playing one of the prisoners who were both uh, convicted murderers. And they use her to like, and the whole thing is like, apparently like, how complicit was she? Was, was she being used? Was like, was she using them for the sex stuff? It was just, so apparently it's like, yeah. it got rave reviews. Um, unfortunately it was on Showtime and I didn't have Showtime. Right. So I can watch it, but it's on Amazon Prime now. So it's seven episodes. I think they're all about an hour long. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, uh, to diving into that. Um, yeah, that's, you know, this is like, that shit's right up my alley. So, yeah. and then, um, I didn't put it on the notes here, but uh, the Ringer, um, they're actually, they are going to be doing, uh, I think it's Jamel Hill, and I can't remember who the other person was, um, but they're going to be doing a, uh, like a Wire, like Rewatchables kind of podcast starting Ooh. in April. So I really, so like, I love The Wire. I actually have a box, yeah. like a box set of The Wire. Um, so, but I actually, I think I'm going to go back and start rewatching The Wire again for like, probably like the 10th time, just so I can sort of like, you know, be able to see with that podcast. I really, I mean... I don't know if you guys like watch shows and listen to podcasts, like sort of dissecting the shows, but I really enjoy it. So I think I'm going to jump back into that. So uh, MJ, what do you got? One thing that I've just really enjoyed doing is learning new recipes. So anyone need any recipe ideas or maybe you're just getting started with cooking and you want to know, like you're not used to cooking for yourself, hit me up on, on Twitter and uh, I'll give you some ideas. Or if you're more advanced and you want something kind of that you're not going to find online on like Yumly or uh, your food website, uh, something that maybe is a little more uh, fusion of different cultures that maybe I created, I'll give you a, give you a recipe. So. All right. Uh, Bill, what do you got? All right. Well, I I have a few things. I'm going to start with, uh, there's a uh, show that, a new show on uh, Netflix that I watched and called The English Game. And uh, it's a show, it's about the, the origins of the, uh, of the English Football Association. And it's done yeah. by, it's done by uh, Julian Fellows, who, who created Downton Abbey. And it basically... Heard, had, is, is it good? I've heard, I've heard both good and bad. Well, it's very much Downton Abbey with a, uh, a halfway decent you know, football subplot. <laughs> this sounds, this sounds like my, like the thing my wife would love the most in the you, world. Honestly. You should watch it with your wife. I think so. All right. Good to know. The good football know. stuff is interesting. Is it? And, okay. Uh, I could have done without the rest. <laughs> <laughs> done without the upstairs downstairs stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I tried to get in Downton Abbey. I think I watched like three episodes. I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I don't know. So yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little like dubious of this, but I think. Yeah. So there's a whole, you know, the whole thing is that, you know, football was started by these guys from Eaton and, you know, all these, mm-hmm. you know, uppity, you know, college guys. And, uh, and, and now all of a sudden there's this, uh, all these mill workers, you know, the owners of the mill workers starting to have their, uh, their employees have teams and they're starting to compete against each other and, uh, and they're playing for, you know, in this cup tournament. And, uh, and so it's a real clash of, of classes and that part's great. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, uh, the second one was a new show that started last night and, uh, it's called meat house 
and it's exactly what the uh, what the title is. This the is this the Heidecker? Yes, it I'm, is. Okay, the new Tim and Eric show. Yeah, <laughs> on, I on Adult I was, Swim. I saw that. There's there's another one uh, that I, I that I recorded that I haven't watched. The Three Debras. Yeah. Yes, you, the Three Debras. I haven't like, yet. I haven't okay, recorded. I, it looked really fucking hilarious. Like the, yeah. the preview I saw for it. So so like Meat House. Meat House is a single camera with a laugh track. And they live in a house and it's, it's done just like an old sitcom, like, you know, like full house or, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, they, they all live together in a house and, and, and uh, Tim is married to this woman. And of course she's really good looking and he's this big overweight guy, you know, just like any of those shows would be. And, and like four other of their friends live in the house with them and that, hence the meat house. And, uh, and then in that episode, Eric's old army buddy comes to live with them and hilarity ensues. And, uh, <laughs> and these are like 15 minute episodes, right? 15 minute episodes. Yeah. And, and it was so good. Okay. And, uh, and it was so dumb. And then, and then lastly, I decided to build an arc because, you know, we live in the end time, so we better build an arc. And, and I guess my question to you is, should I build the arc like a Noah arc? Or do I build it like the arcs in the movie 2012 where it was just rich people get on the arc? And so then I could sell tickets. And How about you build an Ark of the Covenant for your uh, remake of Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? I, I never liked the Indiana Jones movies, though. Other than he well, killed, is, other than he killed Nazis. That part's good. This is your chance to make it better then. Yeah. You, know, you could build an Ark of the Covenant. I'm just saying, like, scale-wise, it's probably a lot easier to build an Ark of the Covenant than it is uh, to build a large boat. I, I could make two of those arks from 2012, put the rich people on one and put a hole in it. Yeah. And, yeah. and then all go. my friends on the other one and bring animals on that. Yeah. Which that sounds- gets into uh, Kristen Fichette's uh, question that I've never a- answered, but I'll get to it. Of, of of which loons go with which animals so yes and oh uh, yeah and, sure. and that, w- that would be the weed arc too yeah oh yeah <laughs> well no, you, you definitely need, we definitely need a sober arc and then a a weed arc um yeah. so the like sober an, arc that has the hole in it yeah exactly <laughs> just like i'm pretty sure i've told the story on the podcast but like when uh spring break trip uh when i was in college we drove down to uh, georgia for a ultimate frisbee tournament um and like we had rented two vans like big like 15 passenger vans well one of the vans fell through like they the, the rental company um like over like double booked or whatever so we only got one van and then my buddy ross had his own van so like it's a kind of a, you know crickety old van so basically the, the nice van from Enterprise or Ace or Ace, you know, whatever we re- or Ace, whatever we rented it from, that's where all like the freshmen and the, um, you know, uh, straight edge, more straight edge people went in, and then we had the weed van, which is we had the pound of weed in that van, and that was like the smoke <laughs> van, uh, and then we had the the, the non smoke van, um, and yeah, that was a pretty fucking fun trip. Uh, yeah, we like I can't remember. I calculate how much beer we actually drank. It was like several kegs over the course of like seven days. And we, yeah, we bought a pound of weed and then we smoked basically all the weed between leaving on like Friday night or Friday afternoon and then coming back like the following or a week from the following, you know, the previous Sunday we got in like super like, like Monday morning at like four o'clock in the morning 
and I had to go take a, my ID picture uh, and I'm just ridiculously stoned at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So anyways, yeah. fun story. How'd you fun do weekend. in that tournament? Uh, we did all right. Can't remember what, I think we were like, we were like third or fourth in like the B, the B bracket. We were not very good uh, off the first team, but we did stay in the Smoky Mountains. Um, we camped for like five days and that was fucking awesome. And uh, just got really high and uh, tripped a bunch during that time. So good times. All right. All right. Hey, Bill, yeah. uh, just fact checking. Is that, was that Tim and Eric series called Meat House or Beef House? Oh, I think it's Meat House. So it could okay. be Beef House. Okay. Either way. Beef House. B-E-E-F. Yeah. Beef House. Beef house. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, now comes the point in the podcast where we shit on Andy Schletz. Um, uh, at LaCribs on Twitter, you can tell him how much he sucks uh, by just, you know, shitting on him. So please do that. Um, Andy, you suck. Super hard. I had an epic alliterative tweet all with words that start with p in in the spirit of shit on schletz so uh, good job that's i mean we, i'll retweet it just just tonight because i'm so proud of it all right that's why we that's why we keep you on the podcast mj um i'm good at retweeting things <laughs> or, or really bad or really bad at retweeting things you're good at putting like eight people's uh twitter names <laughs> in your tweets too yeah. yeah. <laughs> much much to the chagrin or much to the horror of those eight people. Exactly. Of, of everybody. Yeah. All right. So we had talked about this last week. We never actually gave you guys uh, games to watch, but we're actually going to watch uh, uh, some games um, this week and we're going to talk about them next week. So we have a little more uh, actual like structured content. Uh, we have two games. One is a, a heartbreaker. Um, the 2014, oh, sorry. Yeah. 2016. That's the 2016 U, uh, fourth round U.S. Open Cup match. Um, no. Against... Is it the one you? The, yeah, the one you have linked is the 20, 2016 one. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to watch the twenty fourteen one, or did you want to watch the twenty sixteen one? Let, let me let me look at it. But keep go ahead, keep talking. Okay. So we're gonna watch a U.S. Uh, a, a U.S. Open Cup match between Minnesota United and Sporting Kansas City. If it is the one that Bill has linked to us, yep, it's the twenty sixteen one. Yep, it is. Uh, okay, which is a heartbreaker of a match. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, but we're also, uh, because we don't want to just watch a, a loss, we're actually going to watch the 2002 USA v. Mexico match. Um, these are both spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. We, we, we win that one, uh, Dos Cicero. Um, yes. Also a super fun match. It's the second of the Dos Cicero. It's, it is the second of the Dos Cicero's. Um, and it's, and it's, in, it's in, in an actual World Cup, so which is, yes. really, which is really great too. So uh, if you want to watch those matches, I'll put the links to the YouTube uh, videos into the description of the podcast um so you guys can click on those and check those out um we'll probably just break them down a little bit uh and talk a little bit about you know where we were when we watched these matches i mean i for specifically i know i think all of us were at the 2016 yeah. uh open cup match um 2002 that's actually where i fell in love with like really truly fell in love with soccer was during that world cup so I, rem- I very vividly remember where I was watching USA Mexico uh, yeah. in that round of 16. Han Gook, Han Gook, Han Gook. <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know you can look, Google those or you know search for those on YouTube. Otherwise, um, click on the podcast description. Uh, you can see the links uh, yeah. will be in there. So yep, and I I also think that uh, I heard a rumor that U.S. Soccer might be releasing a couple of the other U.S. Mexico matches. That would be fa- that'd be fantastic. Yes. Cool. All right. Uh, so before we wrap up, uh, we got some fucking answers. Um, Doreen asked us a bunch of questions, so we're just going to go through one at a time. 
Um, first question, why are people who have a lot of unread emails the best? Because they a, know what's important in life. This is untrue. This is a not true statement. This is in regards to, I, I got my inbox down to inbox zero. Um, it literally clear, like cleared everything out of my inbox. Um, I have, I obviously have stuff in folders, but, um, I have nothing in, uh, sitting there and that is a very satisfying feeling. And I asked Wes specifically about on his podcast on the 55 one podcast, why that is such, why is that such a satisfying feeling? And like, why do monsters, uh, have ridiculous amounts of unread emails? And then I got bombarded, like literally bombarded with people like, like text or, you know, tweeting at me with like their 4,000, like 42,000, 541 unread emails and just like, I'm getting anxiety. I'm not a very anxious person. I'm getting anxiety looking at somebody's 42,541 read emails. And that's just like a, a screenshot of their fucking email. Um, so they're not the best. Uh, they are terrible monsters who deserve to be identified as monsters. Mine is empty. Yeah. It's not fucking hard. Yeah. Delete I shit. Used- I used to be a person with way too much in mind and I just, I stopped. I, yeah. It's, it's not hard. Alleviate the servers on, on, you know, in Google's, uh, you know, warehouses, their, their server stores. Yeah. I mean, you all got shit else going on right now. Like go through your yeah. fucking emails and delete shit and unsubscribe yeah. from things. It's not Get a fucking know. life and clean up your email. Jesus <laughs> Christ, people stop being so lazy. Right. I, I still stand by my first answer. They're the best because they understand what's important in life. No. But how many emails are in there in there that like should have been read, but just like are stuck like behind thousands and thousands of other emails that are yeah. like, you know, fundraising emails and shit. Organize your goddamn inbox. It's not hard. It's not hit, hard. Hit unsubscribe once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Also, I give, uh, you know, they have these things called filters that allow you to organize email as soon as it comes in. It goes to spam or to trash or to some yeah. organizing folder for you to read later. Those yeah. take too long. Oh, I love yeah. filters. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, like what I don't have on my mouth. Yeah. I give Doreen a pass. I mean, she, you know, her and Eric, they live in the, uh, they live in a jungle. In the hinterland. Or a, a forest in the, in the, uh, the hinterland and, you know, don't have a great access to, to internet. But uh, still, organize your fucking emails. Slow um, internet doesn't change how much email you have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's a little harder. It's probably like loading stuff is probably a little harder. I'm, just, I'm trying to make excuses for Doreen. I don't know why. Um, she also, Doreen also asked, why is this not a video podcast of a cat soccer match? I'm Doreen. I swear to God, I'm trying to get my cats to play soccer. Um, they both are lazy motherfuckers who just like to like lay in my, uh, in our upstairs bedroom closet. Um, specifically like on all of my clothes, uh, I'm trying to get them to play soccer. I swear to God, we'll make it happen soon. A better and I even asked you a question, who would win of your two cats versus you and Ragnar? And so I'm trying to do my part too. Yeah. Well, you, you set up like some really crazy math parameters <laughs> that I didn't want to discuss <laughs> that were not interesting. And Oh, they were very interesting. They, they didn't make any sense. A question uh, for me would be which arc would I put them on? Yeah. <laughs> the cats uh yeah. the one uh, with know. the hole or not <laughs> i would actually i would split them up i put one on the one with the hole and then one uh on the regular wait wait, wait, wait david do you not love both of your cats equally no do you do you have a favorite cat and a, and a ha- yes. ha- hatred cat it's, it's not that i hate one of the cats it's just the cat mm. is uh um 
let's say it's he, this is obviously also the newest cat so you know one cat i've had for over two years and the newer cat uh is a little more he's a little more of an asshole like yeah. mixtape is an asshole but he's like a, a lovable asshole this other cat like he's he's great in that he um he's also very protective of ragnar so anytime Ragnar like starts crying, like and I go in there and like into Ragnar's room to pick him up, he'll like dart into the room and then start attacking my leg because he doesn't realize I'm trying to help Ragnar. He just thinks I'm I'm like hurting him or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I, I can't blame him for thinking that. Yeah, I know. Anyways, All right. uh, so a couple other questions that are kind of weird. Um, why are the cookies in this these ice cream sandwiches soft despite purportedly being a frozen food? So I guess why are uh, ice cream sandwich cookies soft? Doreen, put them in the back of your freezer. Don't put them in the door like a lazy motherfucker, okay? Get them in the back of the freezer if you want them to be hard, okay? No, just buy good cookies and good ice cream because ice cream cookies neither have good cookies or good ice cream. Fair enough. Here, here, DIY ice cream cookies. Uh, and then her final question is, why can't I program my phone timer to sing the rice cooker song when it ends? Shouldn't that be the default? I had to Google rice cooker song because I had no idea what that was. Um, and I feel like you could probably just record that. Like, like play it on YouTube, record it, and just like make that your default. Yeah. yeah. I think you should be able to do that by just like doing stuff with your phone. Am I, or am I overthinking this? Yeah. Um, I'd, pl- I'd play it right now, but we'd get a takedown notice, wouldn't we? The- Probably. If 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 only Doreen ha- had someone living with her that was technologically competent, you know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that did stuff with computers and phones for a living. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we have a couple more questions. Um, I just got the hop- ten minute warning. Cool. Uh, hop clouds. Hop clouds. Uh, our friends. Hop clouds. Asked, when is Mystery Science Theater three thousand Dave's edition happening? Um. We'll have, to, we'll have to figure out a time. I would, you know, like kind of like what you guys, what those guys did with the uh, uh, kicks in, in uh, Detroit Express match. Um, I would like we that be kind of a fun thing to do. Um, we'll we'll coordinate uh, between the four of us and figure out when um, when that might make sense and figure out a match. Uh, hopefully, you know, get a decent Minnesota United match or something. We can do our own sort of um, uh, Cal, Kendra, Jamie uh, experience for for the masses. I have a Twitch account. So we can definitely do it on my Twitch. Um, you know, might get taken down because of copyright and all that bullshit, but well, hopefully not. Uh, and then finally, uh, E grade A asks, we saw the Mason toy two goal versus LA game last night. Um, if the season ever starts again, what kind of run it run is toy going to get? And what should the expectations be? Um, <laughs> it's a good question. So, you know, we obviously Mason toy did not see the, the pitch in the first two matches. I think, that is actually, um, I think we talked about it after the first two matches, a little more by design. Minnesota was like holding on to a lead. Uh, they just wanted a guy who could, uh, with Schoenfeld, uh, um, like, you know, just take the ball down and protect it and, you know, protect a lead. Um, we'll see. I mean, if Minnesota is trailing in a match and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to chase a goal or they're at home and it's tied, and they're trying to chase a win, chase an extra goal. Um, what Mason toys role looks like, but it's Adrian Heathman, so who the fuck knows? Yeah, one thing that a lot of people have talked about is the possibility of starting both Toy and Luis Amaria in a 4-4-2 or something like that. I don't see that happening as long as Heath is getting success with a 4-2-3-1 with Amaria up top. 
I, I don't see him switching that up, but yeah. we'll see. No, they scored a lot of goals that way. I, I mean, I think Toy – it'd be Toy for Emery sort of a straight-up one-for-one – Again, if assuming Minnesota is probably chasing a goal. And then, you know, obviously we'll see because, you know, we were worried that we were going to lose him for the Olympics. Well, Olympics aren't happening this year. Um, qualifying probably is not going to happen this year. He obviously wasn't even on the qualifying roster. So who knows when, you know, when qualifying, you know, starts up again. He may be plays himself. He may put himself into that roster. Maybe that's in um, November or whatever, or it's next, you know, next March. Who the hell knows what toy will look like. Um, Bill, do you have anything to add? No, other than, you know, you know, we haven't seen him. We, uh, you know, I, I really just see him coming in when we're down a goal and, uh, him coming in. I, I don't see him starting unless, uh, unless we get into an injury state or have too many games in a row. Which is a real possibility if we're trying to cram yeah. 34 games into, uh, into like a four month season. So, yeah. um, cool. All right. Well, Hey, we actually talked a little bit of Minnesota United soccer and not Woo! just, uh, not just bullshit. Um, as always, please, guys, rate and review us. Uh, visit uh, patreon.com backslash the Daves. I know it helps support uh, the Daves. Uh, at TDA came in on Twitter. I'm at Texas Zeller. Dan's at D Wade. MJ is at MJ Matsui. Bill is at Bill underscore McGuire. Uh, gentlemen, this is always fun. Really glad we get to do this once a week. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, all. Keeps all right. Us, keeps us going. Does keeps keeps me sane at least a little bit. So. We, we know it's Monday when we have to record this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. We are the Daves. You know this is Ben. The Daves. I know. They say. You do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son.